Amen. It is well with my soul. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me just to mold me and to make me, to fill me and to use me. Lord, speak to our hearts right now and just use us as your instrument. Give us the words to say and we'll be careful to give thy name the praise. The victory is already yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, let the church say thank you, Jesus. We are blessed to be here this day and grateful for this opportunity just to come and to share. And I want to call your attention to the book of Colossians, chapter 1, and verse 24 through 29. As we have come to aspire to really join what God is doing, Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 through 29. And these are the words of the Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 24. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. I want to preach to your hearts this morning from this subject, stay connected. Stay connected. Hello? Hello? Can, can, can you hear me? Can, can you hear me now? Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Anybody ever had a drop call? Isn't that frustration to go through a, uh, a zone of an interference, of static, of low reception? Anybody have just been on an important call and yet you know when you hit a certain area, the call is just going to drop? Sadly, brothers and sisters, too many pastors and too many churches have lost contact, connection with the master. Uh, they are still in business, but they are not doing his business. Uh, his gospel is not being preached. His truths are not being proclaimed. Uh, his standard of righteousness is not being practiced. His holiness and mission is not being pursued. We wonder why it is that there is so much two-faced, hypocritical, mean-spirit, hellish folks, and I'm not talking about in the world, but I'm talking about right within the church, is simply because folks have lost contact with the Master. Uh, folks come to church looking for a solution only to, find solution only to find pollution. And so I stopped by to encourage us this morning, what we need to do is stay connected. We need to stay connected with the Master. Believe it or not, uh, if there is any disconnection going on, we need to check our hardware so that we won't drop the call of God on our lives. 
but rather so that we can stay connected to Jesus. And that's what I like about Paul in our text this morning. He is writing to the church at Colossian because he has heard that there is some false teaching going on. Folks were stressing to them that they needed external rituals in order to really get right with God. And Paul wanted to remind them it's not about external rituals, but it's about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's why we ought to set our affection on things not of this world, but of things of above. Paul was saying to them, it's not about the mystical experiences that folks are saying you need to have, but it's about your holiness with God Almighty. Paul even said it's not even about elitism. It's not about being a part of a special group, but it's about remaining humble so that we can be used by God as his instrument in what he is doing. And so as Paul was writing to them, I believe what Paul was really simply saying is stay connected. Stay connected to the mission that God have called us to. Stay connected to the message of Jesus Christ. Stay connected to the power that we can only find in Jesus Christ. Well, why is it that uh, folks lose the connection with Jesus? Why is it that we sometimes drop the call that Christ has on our life? Can I tell you the reason why? I see a couple of reasons. Number one, because of hang-ups. Have you ever just been on a phone and you just hit the wrong button? You know, my son was reminding me the other day, Dad, you've gotten a little fatter than you were. And what I've discovered is sometimes my fat cheek can just push the end button and I end up hanging up a call inadvertently. Well, I believe what Paul is saying in the church house, sometimes there is a lot of hang-ups in the church. And hang-ups in the church are easy when we forget who we are, when we forget what we have, and when we forget what it's going to cost. You see, there is the hang-up of pride, brothers and sisters, when we forget who we are. Sometimes we feel as if it's all about titles, and it's all about positions, and it's all about status. But what I like about Paul, Paul reminds us of who we are. Paul said in the final analysis, in the verse 23, I'm just a minister, I'm just a servant of God. It's not about the letters in front of my name. It's not about the letters out beside my name. But I'm just a servant of God Almighty. Paul said, I, I thank God for being a servant. Matter of fact, in verse 25, once again, he said, I have been made a servant according to the call of God. If we want to stop the hang-ups of pride, y'all, we need to be reminded that we are nothing but just servants in the hand of Almighty God. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that He has counted us and called us into the ministry to make us a servant of His. Not only do uh, hang-up of pride happens when we forget who we are, but sometimes there is the hang-up of materialism when we forget what we have. You see, Paul said, when, when it comes to what is really most valuable in my life, it's not the clothes on my back. It's not the car that I drive in. It's not the church that I preach from. Paul said, what is of most value is the Word of God. Do you see it there in verse 25? I've been called to be a servant according to the dispensation of God, which He gave me to fulfill the Word of God. Praise God, brothers and sisters, what is still valuable is the Word of God. 
heaven and earth will pass away, but the Bible said his word will stand forever. It's not about the material things, but what is of greatest value is God's word which he has given unto us. And so if we want to stop the hang-up of materialism, let's get back to preaching and teaching just simply the Word of God. But then, y'all, there is the hang-up of what I call sensitivity. And that happens when we forget about what is going to cost us on this journey. It would be wonderful if everybody loved us. It would be great if we never had a problem in church. But you know what Paul said? Paul reminds us that in this life, we're going to have to suffer. Look, if you're a child of God, if you're called to be a minister of God, Paul says in verse 24, I rejoice in my suffering. In other words, sometimes you're going to be talked about. Sometimes your name is going to be put on the wings of the morning. But Paul said we ought to rejoice when we are going through for the sake of Jesus Christ. No wonder James said, count it all joy when you fall into trials and tribulation. Why? Because it is working within you something so much special. And so let's learn not to wear our, our feelings on our sleeves. Let's not be sensitive uh, when they talk about us. Uh, let's count it all joy and rejoice in our suffering. I tell you, hang-ups happen in the church, but I believe when we realize who we are and what we have and the fact that it's going to cause us some suffering, we can avoid the hang-ups. Not only do we have hang-ups that sometimes uh, disconnect us from the Lord, but sometimes we hit those dead spots. We hit those dead spots. Anybody familiar with dead spots? I mean, you're driving along the interstate, and, and, and where I am on 55, right before I get to Hernando, I know the phone is going to go dead. It's amazing. Sometimes we'll have dead spots even in our buildings or in our homes. Sometimes folks say, hold on, pastor, let me get outside so that I can answer the call because it's a dead spot. Well, Paul really tells us that the only dead spot, y'all, is out of the will of, of God. When we get outside, the will of God is always a dead spot. And Paul knew uh, that the fact that his purpose is in the will of God and where he, the will of God is for his life, that's where Paul wanted to dwell. And that's why Paul, in this text here, he is going to give us the task. He's going to give us the target, the textbook, as well as the goal that each one of us ought to have in, when it comes to the will of God. Uh, what is the will of God for our life? Paul says the task that God have called each one of us to, verse 28, preach, warn, and teach. Isn't that real simple, y'all? That's the reason why I believe Paul was a Baptist preacher. That's a good three points right there. Paul said, I preach him, I teach him, and I'm warning every man concerning Jesus Christ. Very simple task at hand. Preach. We need to proclaim Jesus. It's not about philosophies. It's not about our own principles. We're here to preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Warn because it is serious business. Folks are dying and they are on their way to a burning hell without Christ if they don't hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And then teach, we need to explain to them, once they get saved, how to live a life pleasing to God. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Paul, for reminding us what we're to do. 
proclaim, preach the Word of God. Thank you for reminding us why we ought to do it, because it's serious business. Folks need to be warned. Thank you for reminding us how to do it by teaching, explaining the Word of God. He said, my task is simple, preach, teach, and warn. But then Paul said, I I, I know who my target area is. Before surveys, before demographic uh, studies, before all kinds of high-tech, Paul said, I got a simple target in mind, and that is every man. He said, I'm trying to win every man. I'm trying to warn every man. I'm trying to teach every man. I'm trying to present every man perfect, mature in Jesus Christ. God is calling us, y'all, not just to the rich, not just to the poor. God is calling us to the black and the white. He's calling us to the young. He's calling us to every man. Look, as a child of God, we need to be just as concerned about the man across the seas as we are about the man across the street. Paul said, here it is, we're to do every man. That's our target area. And then what is our textbook? He said, the textbook is according to the wisdom of God in all wisdom, which only comes from the Word of God. Right here is the textbook that we're using. And then Paul said, what is the goal that we're trying to achieve? He said, I'm trying to present every man what? Perfect in Jesus Christ perfect, mature in Jesus Christ. The goal of us as we preach and teach the Word of God is spiritual maturity. How do we know that our folks have gotten there? How do we know that we have gotten to that point of spiritual maturity? Uh, Well, some of the marks is when we can have a love for our fellow man. John said we can talk about church all we want to, but if we don't love one another, we are a lie and the truth is not in us. Love for our fellow man is a mark of spiritual maturity. When we can get to that point, and I thank the speaker right before me, when we can get to that point of confession, that's a mark of spiritual maturity. When we can come clean before God, realizing that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and yet He stands with open arms saying, come unto me. Confession is a mark of spiritual maturity. But then, for us preachers, y'all, forgiveness is a mark of spiritual maturity. When we can let some things go, when we can stop holding grudges, when we can forgive even those who have dug ditches for us and tried to bring us down, Paul said we're trying to get to the point of spiritual maturity. And so, y'all, we need to avoid dead spots by staying in the will of God. You see, when our ministries become just about entertainment, that's a dead spot because entertainment is outside the will of God. When it comes all about just empire building and just making a name for ourselves, y'all, that's a dead spot that's outside the will of God. But if we want to stay connected, we need to stay right in the will of God. Not only would disconnection happen from hang-ups, from dead spots, but here's the last thing I believe Paul shows us, and that is shutdowns. Shutdowns. The last hardware issue that folks deal with a lot of time is from low battery or just no power. Have, you, have that ever happened to you? You just ran out of juice. 
uh, I got one of these smartphones, and, and it, it, it says it's a smartphone, but it never plugs itself in. But yet it tells me when the power is getting ready to go out. Tells me you just got 10%, 20% left. Look, I believe in ministry, sometimes we hit those shutdowns. What are the shutdowns that we have in ministry? Well, I, I, I've discovered three of them. One, burnout. Burnout. That's when we get tired of folks. And then another shutdown is what I call blackout. Blackout is when you get knocked out by folks. Um, keep on living. Sometimes you'll get a blackout. And then what I call blowouts. Blowouts is when we just get full of self. And we allow pride and arrogance to get the best of us. Look, all of these things, the burnouts, the blackout, the blowouts, they happen when we have little or no power on the inside. Well, how do we avoid a shutdown? Paul gives us the answer there, right there, verse 29. Paul said, I labor, I strive, I'm working, I'm giving it all that I have, but I'm not doing it according to my own strength. Do you see it there? He says that I'm working according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Paul said, it is God's energy. It is God at work on the inside, and He is working in me mightily. When I would give up, when I want to throw in the towel, by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, He gives me the energy that I need, the power that I need to get up and go just a little bit further. Thank God the power is not from us, y'all, but the power is from God Almighty. You, you know what, I, I, I've tried to make sure that my phone never uh, goes down, and so what, I, what I've done is I got one charge for my car. I got another charge right there beside my bed at the house, and, and, and what I do is when I'm going from house to car to business, I, I, I just every time I just plug it in. Even if it's not all the way on red, even if there's still power on it, I just plug it in so that I can keep the juice flowing in my phone. Can I tell you something? When it comes to Jesus Christ, just stay plugged in. Just stay plugged in. I, I mean, there will never be a time when we are disconnected. Matter of fact, we ought to say, Spirit of the living God. Fall fresh on me. I just want to stay plugged in in the morning when I get up in the morning. I want to stay plugged in even throughout the day. Lord, keep flowing in and through my life. And so don't drop the call. Don't drop the call. God is calling on us. God is expecting us to really step up to the plate and to join in what he is doing. Don't drop the calling on our lives. Because can I tell you something, y'all? There is no problem with the carrier when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you, you see, I, I know AT&T, uh, and they talk about how uh, they got this thing covered, and I know all about this orange. But you know what? I've gotten Verizon, and sometimes Verizon have dropped the call. But you know what? When it comes to Jesus Christ, he's the best carrier in the world. Because he's got this world covered. He's got it covered not with orange, y'all, but he's got it covered with his red blood that he shed on Calvary here. There is no carrier problem because Jesus has the word covered. But you know what? There is no signal problem when it comes to the word of God. There is no signal problem because his truths are clearly given in the word. 
You, you know what? You don't have to worry about low bars when it comes to the Word of God. His Word is so plain that a fool cannot err. His Word is so plain that a child can understand that. I'm here to tell you there is no signal problem when it comes to the truth. But then, y'all, there is no software problem because the plan of salvation still works. It still works, y'all. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is still the only way to Jesus Christ. If we confess our sins and believe in what Jesus has done on the cross, we shall be saved. There is no software problem. Well, if there's no software problem, no carrier problem, no uh, signal problem, preacher, why is it that the problem come? I tell you, it's a hardware issue. And that's why I said we need to check our hardware, y'all. A lot of time it's because of our hard heads. We don't want to listen to what God is speaking. We don't want to listen and obey what God is saying. Sometimes it's hard heads and hard hearts. We don't want to change. We don't want to get right with God. We don't want to get Him to His will. And so what we need to do is say, create in me a clean heart. Because God, I want to stay connected. I want to stay connected. I don't want to uh, be involved with the hang-ups. No, no, Lord, I don't want to hang up on you, but I want to stay connected. Why do you want to stay connected, preacher? Because it costs Jesus too much. When you think about the gospel, the good news, when you think about what he did on Calvary Hill, just to get us where we are, he died on an old rugged cross. Somebody said he was hung up for our hang-ups. Oh, stay connected. Stay in the Word of God. Keep preaching it in season, out of season, when folks want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it. Stay connected to the gospel. But not only stay connected with his Word, y'all, but we need to stay centered in His will. We need to stay centered in His will. We need to keep the main thing the main thing. We need to realize that it's not about us, but it's about Jesus working through us. It's about His gospel going forth throughout the ends of the world. We need to stay centered in the will of God. Good God Almighty, when you stay centered in the will of God, I'm here to tell you God can use you. When you stay centered in the will of God, we become instruments in the hand of Almighty God. When we stay centered in the will of God, He'll build a fence around us. He'll protect us from the danger seen and unseen. When we stay centered in the will of God, He'll give us joy, unspeakable joy, like you never had it before. Oh, stay centered in the will of God. Stay connected to the Word of God, but then stay charged up. Stay charged up. Stay charged up with the power of God Almighty. And I, I don't know how good God has been to you. I don't know what God has done in your life, but I thank God I have something on the inside that holdeth the rain. I have something on the inside that vanishes the pain. I have something on the inside, and it's the power of the Holy Spirit. Stay charged up, full of power of the Holy Ghost. Stay charged up. Stay centered. Stay connected. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I'm right here, ready to do your will, ready to say yes to your every call. Stay connected.